Hello there, it's Gareth, and welcome to another episode of the Gareth Book Podcast. Um, this is episode 20. So glad you're here, glad you're listening, and I hope you are well. And I wanted to share an experiment I did with you um, today. And it was an experiment I did yesterday, and something that I'm not saying this has been on my mind for a while, but the, the subject in which the experiment was around has been kind of in my um, awareness for some time, which is um, social media. Or, or on a larger scale, the internet. So you may well have um, heard my podcast or I did a video and I've certainly done a blog on the social dilemma. No, I haven't done a blog actually. I've done a, I've done a video on my Facebook page and I did um, a podcast about it. And I watched this program and it really got me thinking about my relationship with social media. And then in a larger context, my connection with the internet and my relationship with it. So it's something that's been in my awareness for a while. But yesterday... I woke up with this kind of very clear idea to avoid touching any device, going on any internet um, at all for the entire day yesterday. I actually said between the hours of um, eight and five o'clock. So pretty much if you like the working day. And I wanted to do this to see how I would feel once I took the devices and the internet away. And also I wanted to see whether it would increase my productivity if just for one day, in this at times crazy and tech um, riddled world, if I was just go back to basics and literally have a pen and a paper and access to my bookcase. So, I, I mean, I'm recording this in my office, and my office is a nice little office, and anybody who's been in here has always agreed. It's a lovely place. It's very calm. It's very peaceful. And I love spending time in here. And one of the, the features, if you like, on, on one of the walls is I have a bookcase, and um, I'm looking at it now. And these are all the books that I've accumulated over... Many years been interested in human behavior, person development, um, self-help, all those kind of things. And there's some really quite different books here. There's some very practical business books. There's some um, concept books. And there's quite a number of books I would call spiritual books, if you like, books about modern-day spirituality. And I want to talk about the books today because yesterday um, I did make the decision that I was going to get rid of my tech. And... Knowing how I am and knowing how easily I can be distracted sometimes by technology, I had to um, I had to be quite extreme with how that went about yesterday. So the office down here is an office I share with Sue. She has a, a computer in here. Um, so what I did yesterday was, she doesn't have a laptop, it's like a proper Mac. I undid the, the Mac, I took the power lead, my laptop, two iPads, two telephones, and even my Garmin wristwatch. I took anything that I would be that would be classed as technology, and I put it into um, a briefcase um, that I use, and I gave Sue the briefcase, and that was stored away from me for the day. So even if I was tempted to turn the other computer on because my laptop wasn't here, I wouldn't be able to do it because there's no power cable. So I made that decision. Um, I even handed my phone in for the day, which I wasn't sure how that would feel. Um, but I, I have a couple of people I check in with in the morning. I always text my kids in the morning. I have a couple of my clients that I, I sort of check in with in the morning. I did that first thing before um, 8 o'clock. And then at 8 o'clock, I turned the um, the phone off. It went in the bag with the laptop, the iPads, and the cable for the, the Mac desktop computer. And my day without the internet um, started. So I'd basically pulled out two or three notepads, just basically pieces of paper and pens so the intention was to spend as much of the day in the office as I could and feel into and be aware of what went on during that what was going to be maybe a nine hour experiment 
I have to say that from very early on in that experiment, there was a sense of peace hit me, which I didn't expect. I did expect 100% that I would be um, very tempted to check the internet out. I thought I would feel very strange not having my devices with me, especially my phone. I have to say, my phone is something that generally is never more than a couple of feet away from me. And if I don't have the phone with me, there's like a sense of panic. Where's the phone? Where's my phone gone? Um, For a couple of reasons. One is... I have on there apps, certain apps I have, the BBC News, BBC Sport, I had Facebook, Instagram, Twitter on there. I always seem to be checking something. And I did question whether that would it was more of a habit than a, than a requirement. Did I need to check the news every 10 minutes? The answer is probably not, it doesn't change that often. Um, did I need to check the sport? Well, on a weekend, you know, I do like to watch the sport, so there was ways I was justifying my use of the phone. and And the internet... And social media was something that I was feeling was starting to hold me back. I'm in a bit of a kind of transition period at the moment. I have to say, I'm not going to hide that fact that some of the things that I was looking to do this year have not happened. And some haven't happened because of coronavirus. There's been reasons why certain things I was looking to do this year couldn't happen on the business front. But I also have to say that maybe some of the things I've been trying to do, I've just never felt right. They've never felt like they're fitted. It's almost like the concept of trying to put a, a square peg in a round hole. So using the internet on a daily basis, I find myself spending a lot of time almost frustrated with, you know, what's the answer? What's the answer to this question I've got? Which the question you've got, got is, you know, who am I? What what am I here to do? What How do I serve people? And, and how do I make a living out of serving the people that I feel I should serve? So I can spend hours on the internet. And at the end of the day, when... We come around to sit down, I mean, dinner on an evening, and so we'll ask the question, you know, what have you done today? Um, I can't really say what I've done today. And then when looking back, I spent a lot of it drifting around on the internet or looking at a screen, hoping inspiration will come. So the idea was without that distraction, a pen and paper, and, and a Roberts radio. I was listening to uh, Roberts radio. Classic FM I actually listened to yesterday. So don't judge me. Um, I am a big fan of Classic FM. I think it, it keeps my mood very stable. It makes me feel very calm. And I wanted that calmness that The Office brings anyway, but adding the music to it, and I have a way of lighting it down here, which is quite nice as well. So I've, it was a very calm space yesterday and a very um, nice space to be to be in. So I started off in the morning sort of writing down. I'd got post-it notes. I still have my desk now, actually, and yellow pens and markers and biros and all the stuff. I'm going to make loads of notes and with a plan. And before I started all that, or as I was starting all that, this thought came into my mind, which is last night, not the night before, Sue had asked about a book. She said, have you seen this book I'm after? And it was a book a friend gave her a, a few um, years ago. I said, I haven't seen it, but it, there's a box downstairs with it, if you like. Um, books that aren't in the cabinet, books that I didn't think we read enough for, we didn't, they didn't have an interest to me, but I didn't want to throw away that I might want to go back to. A lot of them were Sue's books. So I went into this box to find this, see if this book was here, and the answer is it wasn't here. So I put the books, took the books out, checked them, no, it's not in there, put all the books back, put the box back into the, the, the storage unit where it's kept, back into the, the shelves, put everything back on top of it, and found out that a particular book had been left out. And this is a book which is by a guy called Neil Donald Walsh. And it's a book called When Everything Changes, Change Everything. Now, if you don't know who Neil Donald Walsh is, he's what you'd class as um, a spiritual teacher, if you like. And there was a couple of people 
that I was reading about and, and, and read books on, or bought books on, I think is probably more accurate, because I don't think I read, it, read them all anyway. There was Neil Donald Walsh, there was a guy called Dr. Wayne Dyer, and there was a little guy called Urquhart Toll, or Urquhart Tolley, and Urquhart Tolley's book was called The Power of Now, and it's a very famous book, and anybody that's done any kind of self-development, personal development, especially if there's been a touch of spiritual development involving that, will know of Urquhart Tolley, he's quite, he's quite well known. And so that this book was left out, Neil Donald Walsh, it's the one that I didn't put back in, and I thought... And I'm not bringing everything back out now to put this away. I'll have to put it in my bookshelf and put it back later. And then, so I had it on the side of my desk and I started making some notes and I started to write about things about, you know, what can I go with the coaching? What does it like to do this? And I kept having this draw to this book. To You know, what, what this book did appear with me this morning, quite in quite strange circumstances. You know, I didn't expect to find the book. I didn't even know the book was still there. So I opened the book up and I started to read a couple of pages. Well, long story very short, um, I read that book completely yesterday. I read the entire book of When Everything Changes, Change Everything. And it was hugely um, moving, I have to say, um, reading that book, the experience of reading. And I was having this process where I would, I would read a couple of chapters and I would write. I'd do a bit of writing and not write anything particular. Yesterday's experiment was about not using tech but using a notepad, feeling into writing with pen and paper again instead of writing with a keyboard. And it actually felt really good to be writing. And I have to say my writing is somewhat appalling. It's not particularly neat. And I tend to write too quickly because I try to write as fast as I can speak and I can speak very quickly. As anybody listening to this podcast will um, be able to testify to. And th this kind of day yesterday unfolded with doing a bit of reading then doing some writing and um, doing some reading, thinking about what I read and then making some notes. And I have to say, at no point yesterday did I have the urge to go online. I didn't think, oh, I'm missing checking Facebook, I'm missing checking Instagram, what's happening in the news, you know, what's happening in the sports, you know. None of that came up. But what did happen, which was really strange, was when I was wanting to take a break from reading and writing, you know, I basically moved away from my desk. I've got a little couch in my office, a little um, leather couch that I sit on. And I thought, and I kept feeling myself reaching for my phone. This is the point I would have normally checked something. And there was no phone there to check. So I found myself having to either sit there and take those little five or ten minute breaks um, doing nothing. Um, or it started off, I thought I picked another book up. I started reading another book as well. So I'm a bit different to the, the Neil Donald Walsh book. I, and eventually, I did move into just sat there having five minutes doing nothing, and that felt good too. And literally within, I would say, four or five hours, so by the time it got to sort of early afternoon yesterday, I had this peace descend on me, which I've not experienced for months. And I do and I do mean months. You know, we're not talking about, you know, you've missed this peace for a couple of days. I'm talking about months. In fact, I don't know whether I've had peace like this this year. And, and it's not that this year's felt like it's been particularly stressful or difficult, but this was a different element of peace, a real understanding. And as I read this book and I started to delve into this, I thought, do you know what? You've missed doing this, Gareth, because you used to do this a lot. You used to read a lot of books like this, the, the sort of more, if you like, conversations, books I call, that, that are more like conversations, conversations about higher, higher and bigger things. 
you know, um, the one thing I've never been a big fan of is small talk. And uh, I think that is a lot to do with the fact that I'm, I'm, quite, I'm kind of, I'm introverted. I mean, although I do these podcasts and if you met me, you'd think I was quite a, a you know, a confident guy. Um, some of that is an illusion. You know, I've, I have learned to pro- project myself as being um, confident when it, when I need to be confident. It's a skill I have learned um, as he's doing podcasts, as he's doing videos. I think we can all learn skills. So even if you are not naturally um, somebody who likes to speak or communicate in public, I think you can learn those skills and you can learn to do them in a way that makes you feel confident, even if you maybe are more introverted and quiet. So I like to have these deeper conversations. And so so when I when I meet people and people are talking about kind of the day-to-day stuff, what do you do on your holidays and how's the weather and, hey, have you seen what's happened with Leeds United this week? Not a lot of time for that conversation. Um, and that's not making those people have those conversations bad. It's just not my thing. So to read these books again reminded me that at one point I, I was completely and utterly focused on this kind of understanding and learning, learning more about who who I was. You know, not whether the one thing I want to say right now is this is not a religious thing. When I use the word spiritual, you you don't confuse that with religion. Religion is a structured approach to a particular set of beliefs and values, if you like, that's generally tied in with a text that people believe is the only text. There is only one way, there is one God, there is there is one book, the Bible is the only thing, you know. Whatever you are, if you know, if you'll have the same conversation if you're a Muslim and you talk about the Quran, you know, the Quran is the the word of God. Or I'm, this is not about religion, this is about spirituality. And I've always tried to explain my view on spirituality is not nothing more than learning who we are at a deeper level, who we really are underneath all the masks and all the bullshit that we put out there on a daily basis to the outside world. So reading this book yesterday opened up this area again, which I've not been in for such a long time. And it felt like, can I I explain this in in, in the, the right way? Have you ever been somewhere when you were much younger, some, some place you may have had from childhood, a special place? And it could be a, a particular place you visit. Um, generally on a holiday or a day out, you might have gone to a place. I know for me, it was the east coast of Yorkshire. I used to go to a place called Flamborough. And we had a holiday home there, a bit of a caravan and things. And I remember how I used to go to the caravan when I was older. You know, I'd not been there for many years and I used to go back. And I used to get that same sense of, I'm back home, I'm back here, I'm back in a place that's special to me. And reading this book yesterday and, and getting myself immersed again in this this world of, if you like, spiritual understanding and understanding myself felt like going back to a place I knew very well and it felt very good. So, so as the day went on, um, the writing continued, the reading continued. Like I said, I read the book and I don't read I have to say, I have lots and lots of books. I'm going to talk about the books in a minute. But I have lots of books, but I very rarely read them from cover to cover. I tend to pick and poke at them. I tend to use them as a reference rather than as, as, a, as a piece to start from page one and finish at page whatever. This book had 285 pages in it. So from the, the course of yesterday morning, and I didn't start reading it, bang on eight o'clock. So between the hours of eight and five o'clock yesterday, I completed that book. And I just completed it. I'd made notes in it. I'd highlighted some things. And I'm a great believer in that as well, by the way. A lot of the books in my bookcase that I have used will be highlighted. There'll be yellow marking on notes in the in the um in the margins. I'm never I've never believed that books are sacred and should not be used as a tool or a tool. 
And the way I make them personal to me and the way that I really immerse myself in the book is by writing in the book, you know, making notes, highlighting things. So when I go back, I can see what was important to me the first time I read it or in previous readings of that particular publication. So, so this was something that yesterday, spending time in that book felt good. It made me feel very calm. And there came a time when, when I got to the back end of the book, I felt this sense of, you're going to finish a book here. It, it was a real excitement. I can't, I can't really explain it properly. That I, Because I don't do it so often, you know, generally a book like that would take me a week to read. And even then I wouldn't really read it properly. I'd probably miss bits out because I felt yesterday I'd got to a point when, oh, I thought I'm a quarter of the way through this book before I knew it, that it's halfway. And then as I got towards the end, there was not just the sense that the book started to really unfold in the last third of the book, to be honest. It all sort of came together what I'd read in the previous two thirds. But the last third of the book, I got that kind of sense that, wow, this is really making sense. And secondly, this real sense of excitement of, of, of I'm going to finish this. It felt, wow, I'm going to do this. You know, I've never done this before. So by the time, it, and it was bang on five o'clock when this happened, that I'd finished the book, I closed the book down, and I realised that for an entire day, between I was nine and five, I'd not checked my phone, I'd not turned my computer on, I'd not gone onto any um, Facebook, Instagram, any social media. I'd sat in my office with books, pen and paper, Robert's Radio, and I'd probably one of the most productive days I have had in the last two years. And I don't exaggerate by saying that. I felt that I'd learned so much and it felt really good. So I woke up this morning and this morning there was another question which I asked myself is, okay, what, what does this look like going forward? Because there were a few practicalities yesterday, silly things that happened, which is I'm reading the book and in the book he mentioned a particular author and I wanted to know more about that author. Well, I couldn't research that author because I didn't have a book. Uh, I didn't have an internet to, to check about the book on. Um, he talked about a book, which I believe I have in an e-format, but because yesterday I wasn't using any devices, I didn't have access to my Kindle either. So I couldn't check that. So I started to realise there was probably a couple of things yesterday I would have probably gone and looked and, and checked out simply because it came up in this book. And then I started to look at the books. I'm going to talk about the books now. The, the bookcase I'm looking at has got five shelves in it there's probably 20 books on each shelf so there's probably 100 books there and um, some of those books are, are, are notepads that are, that are writing some of them are reference books there's a couple of um, kind of maps and things on walking but the majority of them are these books that are about advancing ourselves in, internally there's a great there's a full section in fact two full full um, shelves this book which are all about the work I did in with NLP and if you don't know, I'm an NLP master practitioner and NLP is a way of basically understanding how we, we work, how, how individuals achieve things, how success is, is, is manufactured and, and managed rather than it's just luck. So there's a lot of books and a lot of the, the, the kind of books I read around that were books by what I'll class as um, teachers. You know, these books were written by people who I would class as teachers. They weren't, I think there's one book by a business bloke. I think I've got one by Alan Sugar kicking around somewhere. Um, but a lot of the books that I have in here are books that are reference books, as books, or they are books that are about a particular thing. I mean, I'm just to talk a few of them here. What we got here, we've got um, The Charge by Brendan Brushy. That's a great book. Um, Fuck it, do what you love. Um, that's an interesting book. It's a very, it's a, it's a spiritual book, but it's done in a very different way. I very much like that. 
um, Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss, you know, the, the Storyteller's Secret, you know, the Complete Reader's Guide to Goddard, the Good Strategy Batch. Look, the books here, in, interestingly, are not, none of these books are what are classes novels. They are all they're all non-fiction. They're all books that I bought to learn something. And just the experience yesterday read me, led me to believe that, you know, I, I, my go-to place for checking anything is the internet. You know, I want to know something into the internet. And you can get it fast. And in some cases, you can get it in different formats. Like you can watch a video on it or you can listen to a podcast on it. But, but something happens when we have to go to a book, especially a book that's written, is we have to invest time in that. And that involves us having to slow down and that that involves us becoming more present because because I don't read very often, I don't read particularly quickly. It, it takes more focus, more attention to, to read a book as opposed to listen to a book or watch a video. And when I'd read this book yesterday, I came down this month and thought, well, will I continue this? What will today look like? So today, I'm clearly, I'm doing a podcast. So I've got to upload this to the internet. And I thought, well, okay, you can you can record your podcast, you can upload it to the internet, but you still don't have to follow any of the... You don't have to check your social media, you don't have to check the news, you don't have to check the sport, you don't have to check your Instagram. And that's my intention today is, okay, I've brought the computer back to record this particular podcast because I, I wanted to record this, not just because I think it's an important thing I want to say to people that are listening, but also I wanted, to, I wanted to record my day yesterday for myself in something I could go back and listen to. And so when I went on this morning, something something very strange had happened. The last podcast I did, which was a solo podcast, it's become my most popular episode. It's only been up there about a, w- a week, I think. But yeah, it's had more listens than a lot of the other ones. I thought, why, why has that happened? And I think in the last episode, I was a bit more open, a bit more honest. I was a bit more me. And that was interesting because the, what I was reading yesterday and what yesterday ended up becoming was not a day that I thought it might, which is to plan the future and come out with a plan and a fuck. I'm, I'm strong in planning, you know that, if you listen to my stuff or read my stuff. It was more a day about remembering who I was, remembering where I, where I believe I sit in this game we call life and what I am here to do. So it was a much deeper conversation yesterday I was having with myself. And I remember I used to have these deeper conversations with more people more often, and I've stopped doing it. And yet one eight-hour... Um, piece of time got me back to remembering that. Something that was such a big part of my life. In fact, there was a point when we're going back um, probably to the 19, late 90s, 1998, 2002, where I was convinced I would end up becoming some form of... It was actually the time I, was, I thought, you'd end up becoming a preacher. You know, I started to get very heavily involved with a, a church in Scotland and, and I really enjoyed reading the spiritual texts. And... And then I developed into more of a kind of overview of what does spirituality mean? It doesn't need to be a particular religion. It's more of a a mindset and it's more of a philosophy of life. How do we live life being who we are? You know, how how do we step up and be our true selves without having to pretend to fit into the society we live in? Because having spent a lot of my time in the last 20 years in some element of business, I realised that a lot of the time in business, you've been, you're not being who you are. You can't be because the business doesn't dictate that. The, the environment in which you are in is very different to, to maybe the environment you feel comfortable in. And for me, it wasn't a comfortable experience being in business. There were some big benefits to it financially. There were some great benefits to it. And I have to say that you know, I'm blessed to have had that experience in life 
and it's it, it set me up in, in some ways that I could never have dreamed of when I was a, a youngster. I would never have dreamed I would be in the position I am now financially, you know, owning my own home and, and, and having no debt and, you know, having some finance available to me now. And maybe not what I had two or three years ago, this money spends, but what's pushing me back into having the day yesterday was I need to find a way to get back to doing that again. I'm thinking, why are you looking for a way to go back into doing something you didn't like doing anyway? What you're actually saying is you need you need some more money. You need to find a way to earn something, bring some money. And so what you're actually looking to do is why would you go back to do what you did? Why would you go back doing it the same way? And then it got me... So what I find is sometimes when you follow what I call... it's Call it the breadcrumbs, if you like, or the golden thread. It's You, you follow your path. You start off and you follow what feels intuitive to do. Where do I go next with this? What shows itself next? So yesterday morning was, I'm going to have a full day in my office, pen and paper, making notes. But very quickly, what opened up was, a path opened up, a book fell out. Then I started reading the book. The book got me thinking about another book. Then I started doing some notes. The writing got me putting some notes down that were sort of coming out of me. I was just writing almost um, unconsciously, just writing whatever came into my mind. Then I all of a sudden, another, I thought, oh, that's interesting. I should check that out. I need to look at this. And all of a sudden... Um, I was left with this kind of really interesting journey yesterday into thinking, I've missed this. I've missed this being able to sit down, read those books, have those conversations. So this morning I want that conversation. I want to explain this to somebody. And I thought, well, I'll explain it to Sue, but, you know, she's heard this. Do you want to hear it again? So I thought, wow, look at the opportunity I've got now is I can talk about this on my podcast. Okay, it's not going to be... Maybe some of the podcasts in the past have been very focused on business or personal development. This is a bit more. This is opening up to a whole new concept, a whole new side to me that maybe people aren't aware of. How will that feel? But more crucially, would I have the, the courage to talk more about this spiritual side and what it means to me and what yesterday meant to me? Because the one thing that I cannot take away from yesterday was the peace that descended upon me was amazing. And it's still there this morning. And interestingly this morning, as of yet, I've not checked Facebook. I don't intend to check it today. I don't intend to go on to Instagram. I've no real intention of checking anything. I'll check my emails today. Well, then yesterday, by, I left my phone off all day yesterday. I thought, turn it on at five o'clock last night, about half past five, actually. See whether I got any messages and also to message my children. I message them in the morning, message them in the evening. Not one call that I missed. Uh, my emails, no emails that come in that were of any interest to me because I realise now I don't really get emails anymore. Nobody emails me to that extent. Okay, now and again I'll get some comments on my me, uh, me website, that'll come through. But again, I don't need to know that instantly. So why have I made it feel in my own life that I've made everything has got to be instant? I need to know instantly what's happening in the news. I need to know instantly what's happening with the sport. I need to know instantly if somebody has liked my post on Facebook or my thing on Instagram. Has somebody passed a comment? Have I got a new follower? And I realised that that is madness. But also a madness you have a choice to do or not do. And that's what came out yesterday. I have a choice to put myself out there and talk about business things and talk about focus and talk about discipline. And all those things have a worth and have a place within my overall, if you like, offering. You know, I do know a lot about planning. I do know a lot about business. I do know a lot about being disciplined and focused. But this side of it, getting back into this kind of more of a spiritual understanding of myself and the world we live in, is something I'd let go. And I have no idea why, I have no idea when, 
But having felt it again yesterday, I thought, wow, I need more of this. Following that path. So this morning when I came down to my office, um, I had no computer here this morning. I get up at this morning about half past five. Sue gets up at seven, so I have an hour and a half in the office. I've got no device with me. Got my phone, actually, so I messaged my kids early. Um, and then looking in my book cabinet, I found another book by Neil Donald Walsh. I didn't even know I had. And it wouldn't have made any, this would not have had any relevance to me at all today unless I'd read that book yesterday. That book would not have come into my um, interest or in, into my hands yesterday unless I had not had the laptop here. And if I'd not had the laptop here yesterday, you know, if I had the laptop here, I wouldn't have gone looking for that book for so. I'd have got into my day, checking my website, checking this, checking that, and missed it. So sometimes... We, the things that happen to us, you know, we think, oh, it's a bit of luck, is that? You know, isn't that, we, it's not luck. I don't believe that is luck. I think it's about us knowing at some deeper level where we instinctively need to go. And if we open up that instinctive idea, what can happen? Because there was just something yesterday that I thought, I need a day away from the computer. It, I didn't think about it on Saturday. I didn't think about it on Sunday. It was Monday when I woke up and thought, why don't you just have a day on nothing? It probably was starting to develop a little bit on Sunday evening as I was going to sleep, but it was there again on, on Monday morning. So I followed that guidance. I followed that inner thought, that inner, if you like, that inner guidance to go and just have a day off it. And this has all come because of that film. That film came because I talked to somebody. You can start to look and, and tie all this back into a, a huge line of what might at time look like very insignificant things, but lead to something much, much bigger and much, much deeper. I have had a problem with internet for some time and I realised while I was making some notes this morning because I couldn't use the device, I was writing this morning, I'm like a bit of writing meditation. And what I mean by that is I just sit there and make notes with what's coming up at that particular moment. And it was that really this isn't the internet's problem. The internet's a great tool. Be able to search and find things is great as long as it's not distracting you from doing work or doing something important. But what is the problem is this Facebook. So I'm going to give Facebook another another wide berth today. I'm not going anywhere near it. And then I'm going to see how that feels tomorrow. And there is a little bit of me that keeps saying, yeah, but you know, if you do have your Facebook page, you can't grow an audience and people won't do this. Hang on a minute here. What happened to the podcast? Why did 20-odd people? Isn't it 20-odd people? Watch it in such a short picture. And then a load more. All of a sudden, this this podcast, this last episode, I've never advertised that. How did they find it? And so well, I don't know. <laughs> or was it the title? Did somebody search for the title? I don't know where it had been found, who had found it. All I know is a lot more people have watched this particular episode than the previous episodes. Or listened to it, not watched it. I'm going to start trying this out. I'm going to see what this feels like in the next coming days. Um, I have no idea what where this is going to go or lead me. But what I am not going to do anymore is avoid is is ignore what feels right to do. So I don't know what this text means to, but what, it, what at the moment does feel right is this was something, this talking about having bigger conversations, looking at bigger issues, looking at more inward than outward. This was something that was a massive part of my life that I'd completely forgotten how important it was. Yesterday, I had a taste of how important it was again. Today, the other book by Neil Donald Walsh has come out. I'm going to record this podcast and upload it, and then the computer's going to go off again. I don't need it today. And I want to get back and immerse myself in that book because, again, that book's appeared. It just it's happened to appear there. So, you know, you can look at this thing and say, you know, this is just fucking woo-woo, Gareth. You know, you're going to be mad. No, this is real. And anybody who's experienced that kind of 
ex- had the experience in their life where something just happened, something just flowed, something opened up to you, an idea came, and all of a sudden you can be in one place one month, and then two months later, you're in a completely different place, a place that's much happier, more peaceful, simply because you followed this, these breadcrumbs I talk about. I started to realise I actually enjoyed enjoy doing podcasts. You know, as much as I get some good feedback on my blogs, I've always been a talker. I've always talked. I always marked, That was always my primary function when it came to communication. I didn't communicate that well with pen and paper. Um, I was never a particularly good artist or drawer. I didn't. I didn't um, express myself that way. Um, despite the fact that you know I've, I have tried playing music, even a guitar. M- no. The one thing I could always do from quite a young age, despite being shy and very shy, acutely shy when I was younger, I could always communicate verbally. I always had a way of bringing words together. I always had a way of adding emotions and and meaning to things I said. And that has helped me immeasurably in parts of my life, certainly when I was in business. The, the reason I think I did as well as I did in business was not because I was a particularly switched-on businessman who knew lots and lots about business. I just knew lots and lots about people. And being able to talk to people, communicate with people, explain to people why something needed doing or something shouldn't be done was was what gave me the edge and allowed me to be successful in that phase of my life. So this next phase, I don't know what's going to come out next. I really don't. And it's it's there's an excitement in me today I've not had for a long time. What what is this going to become? What what have I what am I becoming? You know, the amount of time I wanted to spend outdoors these days, connecting with nature, is starting to increase. Some of the choices I'm making in our home about sustainability, and I'm, I'm becoming aware now that, you know, the planet is is getting fucked over by us. You know, we, we I watched a program the other night, David Attenborough, watching the cinema actually. Um, David Attenborough, a life on this earth, you know, and it was powerful. He was talking about how the world is changing, how we're taking the resources away. This has become important to me. So all of a sudden, from where I was at the start of the year, I'm starting to drift into an area which I'm not sure what that area is, but it feels right to do so. And I suppose, if anything, I wanted to record this today so I'd have a record. But also, I wanted to put this out to anybody listening to it. Do you have the moments where you've forgotten who you are? You've forgotten what was important to you? You know, and as, and as much as... And I mean, I can say this. I think I'm guilty of this as well. I can sometimes advise people on saying, really, you should be looking in this area because it looks the obvious thing from somebody, from a, if you like, from a mentor and a coach perspective, this looks like the obvious path you need to take. But if that obvious path doesn't feel right to you, or you have a path you think you should follow, you've got to follow it. But you've got to go all in, is what I'm saying. You've got to go all in. Don't follow it a little bit. You know, I've been spending the last two days, actually, one of the reasons I did get a bit frustrated with the computer as well was I've been trying to write a blog, but it, it doesn't, nothing's flowed, because what I wanted to talk about was more about the environment. I want to talk about how pissed off I am that we seem to be ripping our planet apart. Nobody seems to be listening. I thought, well, that doesn't fit with personal development, does it, Gareth? That doesn't fit with your idea of coaching. And that, Well, what if it's not mental? What if this is a whole new path? Or maybe this is just a one-off podcast and I'll never talk about this subject again. I don't know. But what I do know now is I've become open to trusting a bit more. I've learned the importance of trusting. I've learned the importance of thinking deeper, having deeper conversations. And you can't have those deeper conversations with a laptop. You can't have those deeper conversations with Facebook. You can't have those deeper conversations when you're checking the news. The only time we have them deep conversations with ourselves is when we spend time in peace and and tranquility, in silence, in reflection. And the truth is, do do we do that? And this is meditation, by the way. This is way, way bigger than that. 
This is about you listening to that guidance, that inner voice, that little voice inside that's telling you what you already knew anyway. But sometimes our egos choose us not to to understand or want to listen to. I want to stop there because um, I feel like I've recorded yesterday well enough and I feel like I've said what I wanted to say. Um, But I I would encourage you, maybe, just maybe, if you feel like I have felt that sometimes the internet, the social media is becoming too much, just take a little bit of time off it. Don't set yourself up some big, huge, I'll t- I'm going to come off Facebook for a month or I'm going to not use laptop for a week. No, just try a day. That one day yesterday has had a big impact on me. I'll be interested to see how it develops in today and onwards. But what I will say is just after one day of doing that, something's changed. I know it's changed, fundamentally changed. Eight hours. So just give yourself that bit of time. If you feel you need to, and only you know if you feel you need to, but please be honest with yourself. I'm not asking you to answer this question to me or somebody else, but to yourself. Do you feel something has become too much? Does that need to to change? And for me, the use of the internet, my use of social media, my in, in my relationship with both those needs to change because it wasn't healthy. And yesterday was proof of that because coming away from it, peace has descended upon me. So I will leave you now in a peaceful state. Well, I'm in a peaceful state, and hopefully you are after listening to this. And if you're not in that peaceful state, just try that. Hunnuck from the Matrix for just a few hours. You might find it make a big difference to you. Thank you for listening. Um, one thing I want to ask for as well, I do. this has been listened to now by a lot more people, as the podcast there's no doubt about that. I would really, really, really appreciate if you could go to Apple and give me a rating. Just press the rating and, and give me a five-star rating, please. You know, if, if you think the, the, the podcast rubbish, um, well, firstly, why are you listening to it? You know, you know, I'm not forcing you to. You've come here by choice. Don't listen to it. I don't want more one-stars. This is a load of shite um, reviews. But if you could give me a five-star review, it would be really wonderful because it will just allow more people to see because I believe the way these things work is if your podcast has got more likes, it goes higher up the, the tree. And um, I'm trying to get this up there a bit higher. So that would be a, a really nice thing. So if I have been of value to it all, if you get anything from these podcasts, podcast really giving me a a review a, a five-star review on, on apple would be very much appreciated there you go okay until next podcast you lot take care